Hey, babe, I'm coming to your town to do stand-up. ChrisDComedy.com. We got Boston, Philadelphia, Eatontown, New Jersey, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Waukegan, Illinois, Nashville, Tennessee. I'm coming this summer all the way through October. ChrisDComedy.com. Go get tickets now. can feel it coming in the air at night. Hey, babe. You know I met Phil Collins once? Did I ever tell you this? No. I never told you that I met Phil Collins. I have proof of it on I my would, Instagram. Oh, I think I would remember that. He's, a, he's an icon. Icon? How about this? So, first of all, he was. He is. He was. He's still alive, right? I mean, Phil, th- Phil, are you with us? He's, a, he's alive and he's listening. Don't... <laughs> Shout out, Phil. Shout out, Phil. So I got courtside seats. Philip Collins. Phil Collins. I got courtside seats to the uh, New York Knicks game. Uh, This was three years ago, Easter Sunday. Last place Knicks versus the second to last place Philadelphia 76ers. So we sit down, okay, and our courtside seats, which were fantastic. I, I, I forgot how I got them. It was like one of those things where like somebody canceled and they had the seats available. So like I'm 50th on the list and they called me. So I show up, me and my father. So my father and I, my father had never been, I had never been courtside at that moment. It was crazy. It was crazy. Unbelievable. Great experience. My father sits down in our seats and it's, it's me, my father and Phil Collins sitting next to my dad. So... <laughs> Yeah, so my dad, first of all, my dad doesn't know that it's Phil Collins. Okay. He has no idea that it's Phil Collins. People are coming up and yelling stuff, you know, at him and whatever. He has no clue that this is Phil Collins. So my father also, by the way, in the in, at some point during the game, asked me, I looked down and he goes, Chris, can you take a picture? And I looked down, my dad has his shoe and his sock off with his bare foot on the court at Madison you Square Garden. You have to be kidding me. No, swear to God. He's got his bare foot on the court. And I'm like, what are you doing, Dad? He's like, I want to just put my foot. He's like, it'd be funny to send your stepmother a picture of my foot on the on, on a basketball <laughs> He's not court. wrong. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's a great thing, Dad. So I'm like, no, put your shoe and your sock back on. <laughs> he's, got, he's got bare, crusty foot in... $4,000 seats. Yeah, a 70-year-old <laughs> diabetic Phil foot. Phil Collins is looking at his bare foot. Yeah, well, Phil Collins was sitting there eating a bag of Easter candy the entire time. <laughs> I swear to God. He's literally eating Cadbury eggs and other types of he's chocolate He's not wrong bunch. either. Yeah. He's, he, he, he's, first of all, there's a policy where you can't bring in any outside food or beverage into Madison Square Garden. Where did Phil Collins get a bag of Easter candy? Where did he get candy? a bag of goddamn Easter candy? Because I didn't get a bag of Easter candy. No, they don't have bags of Easter candy. He brought, he smuggled in Easter candy. East, the British are weird. That's a, that, 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 that means that at a specific moment, he was looking at the bag of candy and he goes, well, I'd have to smuggle it in. Yeah. And then he was like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Phil Collins. Phil Collins. Bag of Easter candy. So he's eating Easter candy. A security guard has to come over and say, sir, would you please put your shoe and sock back on? I said to the security guard, I swear to God, I asked him right then and there. I said, sir, how long have you been working Madison Square Garden? He said, 25 years. I said, in all of your 25 years, have you ever had to ask someone sitting courtside to please put their shoe and sock back on? And he says, actually, no. I said, well, I could have guessed that, but that was actually no. Then my father asked one of the ball boys to please, this is 2017, oh, I'm sorry, 2018. 
My father asked one of the ball boys if there was a possibility that he could get for me a signed basketball from Patrick Ewing. <laughs> Patrick Ewing. I was going to say Patrick Ewing. Hasn't played for the Knicks <laughs> since the early 2000s. Okay. Uh, oh, and shit. the ball boy says, I can get you a signed ball. But Patrick Ewing, unfortunately, tonight, as he hasn't been in the last 10 years, <laughs> is not in the building. <laughs> so, so I'm like, Dad, why are you – first of all, I'm a grown man. Why are you asking for signed basketballs from players? Your, I dad, feel, your dad is great because your dad operates on, like, two cylinders that are constantly banging. Yes. One is, like, clueless. Holy cow, I've never seen anyone like this man. But then all of a sudden he's asking for a signed ba Patrick, Patrick Ewing basketball. And it's – both are in D. Hearing. Both, yeah. Your, your dad. I would love to see a documentary on your dad, or I'd love to see, I'd love to see your dad's parent, your grandparents. I want to know how your dad came to be. Well, homeless pimp and I are going to film a documentary about my dad, so yeah. that's going to happen. We're going to go down to Tampa, Florida. My dad now lives in, in Tampa, Tampa Tony. We're going to go down there and film him. Um, so yeah, he's a wild character. But so so we're at the game Easter Sunday. He, he, Phil Conzi and the Easter candy. My dad's asking for signed basketballs from Patrick Ewing. I'm mortified. So all of a sudden, the New York Knicks staff come over and they're putting, they, they go to, they, with their camera equipment and they go to put Phil Collins on the Jumbotron. Right. So my dad goes, why would they, turns to me in full volume, he goes, why would they put this asshole up on the screen? Oh, so, no. Yeah. So he, and, and, and again, he doesn't know that it's, that he still has no idea that that's Phil Collins. I'm like, because oh. it's Phil Collins, Dad. He goes, who, from Bon Jovi? <laughs> Didn't he think? Steven Tyler was from Bon Jovi. That's <laughs> why I bring it up. Bon Jovi. He thought Steven Tyler was Bon Jovi. Anybody and Oba is, is Bon Jovi. So he goes, who, from Bon Jovi? Because that's just my dad's thing. We should call him Tony Bon Jovi. Tony Bon Jovi. He has no idea what Bon Jovi is. He goes, oh, okay. He goes, from Bon Jovi. I said, it's Phil Collins. And he goes, name one of his songs. And then with that, they start going, do-douche, 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 do-douche. <laughs> I can feel it. Yeah. I mean, Sal, you have to understand, the crowd is erupting. Oh, that's, that's an arena song. Yeah, erupting, clapping. 18,000 people, do-douche, do-douche. They're going, and they're going, bah, 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 going crazy. In the, Phil Collins is waving at the Jumbotron right next to my father. My dad goes, I've never heard this song. <laughs> I was like, What? You've Come on. You've never heard this song. Phil Collins. I said, Dad, it's Phil Collins. There's a girl that's been on my mind all the time. Hey, 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 hey babe. Nice. Um, hey, so, babe. So so he puts Phil Collins up on the Jumbotron, uh, the, the New York Knicks staff, crushing with you in the air tonight, 18,000 people, whatever sold-out capacity was, at Mass Grant Garden, clapping, going nuts. They literally, I've never seen this ever in my life. They dim he's, the lights for a Jumbotron shout out. Like literally dim the lights. He's one of the biggest living, he's one of the biggest living musicians of all time. Of all time, okay? <laughs> they take a, they take a, you know, two seconds, put the camera down because it's still in a New York Knicks timeout. Then they put the camera on me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope they played in the air tonight as well. Yo, no, they put the camera on me, and I believe we have the my name. My last name is spelled D I S T E F A N O. Yeah. They put up on the jumbotron, Chris C H R I S D E S T A F A N O. So they have my name spelled wrong. Name wrong. Yeah, and then they put a clip. They put a clip up of some MSG show I did called The Bracket, where I'm legit. <laughs> 50 pounds heavier. <laughs> I look like uh, just a swollen mess. You want to follow mess. Phil Collins. L follow Phil Collins. Literally, 
The, the clip is playing. Not a single person, not a single person's making sound. The only thing I could hear was one of the ball boys dribbling the basketball, chewing gum, not even looking in my direction. <laughs> I swear. And again, there's footage of this. My somebody while I'm playing when you know when it's over and you're waving yeah. at the camera when Phil Collins was getting a standing ovation. I hear somebody scream from the upper deck. Who is that? That's what I swear to God. And the only thing throughout it, while I swear, the only thing throughout it that I even remember, because it was like traumatizing, is I felt my father's hand slowly rubbing the middle of my back, <laughs> saying to me, it's going to be over soon, champ. <laughs> he, he goes, yeah, this is the clip. They, look, at, look at the tips on that. Oh, my God. <clears throat> yeah. So that's my Phil Collins story. Oh, and then, oh, and then look after at you. that. You're in a structure shirt. Yep. And then after that. After that bomb of a thing, you know, of, of me, even Phil Collins felt bad. I swear to God, he passed down his Easter candy, candy, and I got a piece of his Easter candy. Ah, Phil Collins is a guy. What yeah. a guy. What a guy. I had a, um, my first, actually my only courtside, I have a courtside Nick story. Really? I, I, yeah, so, um, well, it's similar. You've only went to courtside once? Uh, I've been to the Knicks games a few times, but sometimes a few rows back. But like, course road dead yeah. center. Right. It was like Walt Frazier. It was like somebody. Oh, my God. It was, someone was like uh, the first seat, right? right? It was like, I forget who. It was like a, an old Nick, right? Right. But like a, like a Hall of Fame Nick. I forget who. I feel bad. But um, but then, so right right. By the way, the I want to tell you, your skin looks fantastic. Thank you so much. It really does. It looks great. So much. Yeah, I, I actually, I, I bought a new um, exfoliator. Right. And uh, it's, it's actually, like, it's meant to not be too rough on the skin. And you got a haircut. A lot of fans are saying, oh, why isn't Sal got a haircut? You got you got a haircut. So you, you yeah. braved it like and you went. I long. I like to go short. And, and now it's short and you yeah. got and you got a haircut. Yeah. Great. Thank you. Yeah. So, so, so it's me, right? So then I get, so I'm like, oh my God, I'm nervous, right? I'm like, this is, I can't believe I'm sitting courtside, right? Right. So I sit down. <coughs> Dexter's with me. And then it's my buddy Dexter, uh, my manager. And then it's Shout me. out Dex. Not Dex. Not, not Dexter, the serial killer from Showtime. No, no. Not that Dexter. No. That would be fun, though. If, you, if that Dexter was your manager, if he got out of serial killing and managing well, you, that would be fantastic. That's a success story if I ever heard. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, so it's a, a Knicks Hall of Famer, and I'm forgetting who. And then it's, it's me and Dex. And then it's Matthew Broderick's son. Matthew Broderick's so, son. So, so this, this is what happens, okay? This is what we're sitting. I'm like, I can't believe this. Oh, who's going to be sitting next to me? That's what I was thinking when I was going there. It was dead center. We're sitting down there playing the Bulls, okay. I believe. It was a triple overtime game. Really Ooh. fantastic game. And, um, oh, no, actually, they might have also been playing. Was it? I went another time they were playing LeBron. Anyway, I can't remember. So You got you were there for them playing I LeBron. Saw LeBron. Wow. Yeah, it was Does wild. That, when, seeing LeBron James up close and personal, it has to, I would imagine just make, it would depress me because of how, what a physical specimen and unbelievable like athlete he is. And I just am not that. It's it's actually um Oh it's amazing. It's it's amazing because what happens is every time he touches the ball, every time, the whole you see the old stand just get up and be like just hanging on I mean, every time he touches the ball, it's just like he's got it, he's got it, and it's just a flash. Must be like Michael Jordan. Like exactly. Michael exactly. Jordan. Flashes are going off the whole time. So they get to the point where they're putting everybody on a jumbotron, right? Right. So they start on the I'm I'm sent most center court. Right. Just just me. Someone I forget who was there from the Knicks, and and um they start from the long end. Right. So, so what happens is the kid. You ever see the movie Baby Driver? Of course, I've yeah. seen Baby okay. Driver. So that kid, yeah, he goes big. He's a Knicks gear, big right. loud. Uh, Angle Ensworth is his name. Something like Angle. That. I think his name is Angle and Ensworth. 
By the way, I just looked. It is a unique name, I believe. Angle L Ellsworth. By the way, just real quick, LeBron James, 36 years old, born December 30th, 1984. Yep. I was born August 26th, 1984. LeBron James is younger than me. So. Younger than you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am yeah. older than LeBron James. And we, yeah. Our lives are a little different. Yeah. I am older I'm than. I'm happy to be here with you. I am older than every single person in the NFL. Even Tom? Yes, I am. You're older than Tom. I am. Interesting. Every single player in the NFL, I am older than. You are older than. Isn't that wild? That is wild. And the youngest player, I'm more than two times their age. The You can be the youngest player in the NFL's father easily. Today. The, the youngest player. There is potential the youngest player in the NFL, father, younger than you. That's correct. That's the very, very huge possibility. Yes. I think I'm like older than Justin Bieber's mom. Right. You could be Justin Bieber's mom. I could be his mom. And you're not, and, and, and listen, I don't know about, but you're not, are you Justin Bieber's mom? No, but I would have raised him with the same amount of love. I swear to you. Okay. Do you guys see the Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah, God bless either Tom Brady or, or uh, you know. Or, or Patrick or Mahomes. Mahomes won. But yeah. Brady won. Yeah, Brady won. Brady won. And then Tom, by the way, his name is Ansel Elgort. Yeah. Tom Brady, by the way, not only won the Super Bowl, uh, one MVP, and then and then three Just, days later got absolutely annihilated on avocado tequila, on yeah. avocado martinis. And for me, even if you are, even if he is your rival, even if Tom Brady is your rival team, if you don't like Tom Brady, I think there's something wrong with you because it's like he, the kid's a winner. He's an absolute winner, and he likes to drink and have a good time. At this point, how can you hate him? I don't know. How can you hate against him? I mean, it's a one thing... With the Pats. Right. But to go and do what he did this year, it's almost like you have to root you for the guy. How do you not root for the guy? You have to root for the he's, guy. He's the, also the oldest player in the NFL. I think there, I think a, a fact about him is, too, I don't think he's ever eaten a strawberry. Says here he, does, says here he doesn't drink coffee. I don't. He doesn't even drink coffee. Yeah, I, th I don't think he's, he's ever had a strawberry. Now, how do you know that? I thought I saw an interview say that he's never had a strawberry in his life. I've never had a Cinnabon. You've never had a Cinnabon? No. Remember, I, I never had one. Yeah. The thing is, though. We were talking about this because we last this. week you said something about. Yeah. And wait, let, I don't want to. I don't want to deviate. No, no, no. Okay. I don't want. I, I don't want to deviate. But let me just let me just bring up. Let me just bring up the the, the just, uh, you know, an edited text of you said to me. We were talking. <laughs> you and I were. Are you going to bring up the text? Okay. I had said to you. Yeah. Because I'm always on my fitness pal counting cows. Yeah. We're talking about stuff. And then I said out of nowhere. I said, do you believe this, Sal? I just went on my Fitness Pal app because I ordered Cinnabons and Carvel for my family. I said it's one Cinnabon is eight hundred calories. It's gangbusters. Eight hundred calories. I said I'm not going to log it into my Fitness Pal because if I don't log it in, it doesn't count. Correct. So, so you said, you said to me, and I sent you a picture of them. And you said, "Wow." You said, "I thought they were even more than that. I've never had one." I think sometime I think someone gave me a bite once, but can't even confirm. I've certainly never bought one. That'd be impossible. Yes. And I said, Sal, what do you mean that'd be impossible? He goes, <laughs> and then and then and then he goes, uh, and then oh, and then we said uh, 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 some voice notes, and then I said, No, you were telling me that we should. Since you haven't had a pork chop and right. I haven't had a, you were freaked out that I hadn't had a cinnamon. I, I couldn't. It literally, you freaked out more than I freaked out, at, and you didn't see the Godfather, and I, you didn't have a pork chop. I couldn't believe when you said I had a cinnamon. Yeah. And now keep in mind, we are in New York City. We we we. It's okay to tell them we live in, in in New York City. <laughs> yeah. Which is probably the most famous city in the whole world. Sure. I say, you 
I say we should on the next episode and Dubuque. I say, I say on the and Dubuque. Shout out Dubuque, hmm. Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, Iowa. Iowa, Dubuque, Iowa. Yeah, it's yeah. Dubuque, Iowa. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. It's yeah. It's you're right. It's Dubuque, Iowa. I feel stupid. Yeah. It's um, it's yeah. Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Sheboygan. Um um. So I say to you on the next episode, hey babe, I should eat a pork chop and pork chop, and you should eat a cinnabon. Yeah. And you say one hundred percent. Let's do that. Hopefully we can get a cinnabon somehow. <laughs> and that's when I threw my phone at the wall. I said somehow. We live in New York City. <laughs> and then I proceeded to Google locations of, of, of knowing where your home address is, knowing my home address, and I found at anywhere you look within under a mile, there's I, a Cinnabon somewhere. And you and then cause you said cause you said to me, yeah. you said to me, there's no way there's a Cinnabon and you said you you think you can only get it in a mall. I thought you could only get them in a mall. No. That's the only time I've ever seen them. Yeah. No. Or an airport or something, maybe? No, you can get Cinnabons at Carvel's. And you didn't know that. But, didn't know that. But the fact you said, yeah, because you were saying like, I guess if we have to go through TSA and do all that, we could do that for the bit to go to the airport and get the Cinnabon. And I'm like, no, Sal, we don't have to do any of that. Okay. We can, you can literally walk I five blocks. To to I literally, I was howling, laughing at my phone. I thought, like, I thought I needed to book passage yeah, you in order thought, to get a Cinnabon access. Yeah, you were like, oh, do we also have to, we have to go, you were like, you know, like with COVID, I can't really be going into the mall right now. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what is he talking about? We could just go get a Cinnabon. I didn't realize that they like, you can get a Cinnabon like in your neighborhood. Yeah, 100% right in your neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, so that's, so, so that's what we're talking about. Because so there's brick and mortar Cinnabon. Oh, no, 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 no. They just, is there a Cinnabon, like a Cinnabon store? Or is it just like Cinnabon, people carry Cinnabon like Carvel? There's Carvel, 100% of Cinnabon. fresh ice cream. Fresh, do you know that? Car, it's the old theme song. Hey, babe, fresh ice cream. Fresh, hey, babe. No, oh yeah, so we can do, we'll do, I'll try a Cinnabon. So this is what we're going to do. I'm going to try a Cinnabon. It's a cinna. Am I saying it right? Is it Cinnabon? Cinnabon? It's Cinnabon. It's, but do they it, say they spell it's B-O-N, like Cinnabon? No, it's C-I-N-N-A-B-O-N. Cinnabon. But, but why? So doesn't that make you want to say cinna, cinna, Cinnabon? It does make me want Wait, to say- Wait, how do you spell cinnamon? C-I-N-N-A-M-O-N. Oh, it's M-O-N. I'm Chris And cinnamon. it's B-O-N. Well, so we say cinnamon, so it should be Cinnabon. Cinnamon from Jamaica. Yeah. Cinnabon. 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 Cinnabon, yeah, it should say Cinnabon. It, you're right, but they put on the B-O-N because I think they're trying to be, you know, a little bit more, I guess, upscale, but but a Cinnabon. 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 Why don't they call it a Cinnabon? Oh, because Cinnabon is what it really is. They're, 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 right. they're changing it. They're stylizing it to Cinnabon. Right. Because it has Cinnamon or no? I would say yes. If I had to guess... I would say yes, that the reason why it's called a Cinnabon is because they've just changed the B to an M. You're throwing Bs at me, babe. Let me ask you this. Okay, yeah. You've had a Cinnabon. I've had a Cinnabon. I've had multiple Cinnabons. So is yeah. the main ingredient Cinnamon? The main ingredient it for is. Cinnabon- It is. Cinnamon in it. Cinnamon. 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 We have we talked about this before? I feel like I've talked about this before. No, not, not with me. Are you serious? Cinnamon, Cinnamon is the main ingredient in a Cinnabon. Are you reading this? No. Oh. No, I'm not. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm genuinely I'm coming so, from memory. Would you say the star of the Cinnabon is the icing or the Cinnamon? I would say, I would say that the star of the Cinnabon uh -huh. is 
the sheer size of it? Is it the dough? It's the. I would say this. The star of it. You. I would say this. You absolutely mm-hmm. cannot make a cinnamon without cinnamon. Okay, but you can make it without dough or icing. But you need cinnamon to make a cinnamon. Well, you can make it without icing, but how can you make a cinnamon without dough? Then it's just a bun with no cinnamon. But the bun is a bun, and the bun is dough. Well, oh, listen, just for fun, you, you, <laughs> just for fun, yeah, we can try to explore ideas of how you can make a cinnamon without cinnamon. One, do you want to do that? Well, listen, I'm only one man, so yeah. Well, we'll see if we can. See if we can. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about the time I was on the run? No. Yeah, I was on the run. And what happened? I was in the sun <laughs> eating a cinnamon, <laughs> and it. I wanted some more cinnamon. So then I started to run. Was that the day you went to see uh, Tron? Yes, that's the way I went to see Tron. And the reason why I have a thing over my eyes right now is because I, I got a squirt of lemon uh, in it, and it's stinging. It's sting on. It's sting on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And how far do you think we could take this? I think the sky's the limit, Han. Yeah. I think we could keep going or we I cannot. I think you're right on. Right on. I, um. At what point do we start having people join the fun? Or are they getting. I think. We're just about there, and I'm ready to officially say this bit is done. This is this is done. This, this is, is done. This but is we had a no- this is the app the opposite of fun. But we had a nice run. It it was a nice run, and we did what we can. But honestly, I'm sweating bullets. Uh, yeah, I, 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 this is a bomb. This is a bomb. This is now a a full bomb. A bomb, but you know what? A, a cinnabomb. <laughs> This is a cinnabomb. This is a yeah. This is what they call in 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 the in the world comedy world. This is a cinnabomb at this point. We had them, right? We had them. They were on board. You had them, and then we lost. We had them, and then we lost them. But it doesn't matter. When do you guys think the cinnamon bun was invented? The cinnamon bun was invented. I'll tell you what it is right now, homeless pimp. The cinnamon bun was invented in 1982 in Fredericksburg, Mississippi, by a man named uh, by a man named John Chester. What is the answer? Wow, 17th century. 17th century yeasty bread have long been produced. Hist- I can't, I don't have um, my glasses. It, it wasn't until a perfect storm of sugar, carbs, and spice converged in the 17th century that the cinnamon bun, as we know today, was born. But when was cinnabun uh, the store made? So it's not a cinnabun, it's a cinnamon bun. But one thing you have to understand is back in the day, sweets like that, like the sweets that like King Henry VIII used to eat or Marie Antoinette, they weren't sweet like we know it today. Like right. sugar was a different thing. Like I went to a place right. once, I forgot exactly where it was, where they had cakes and food that tasted and were cooked exactly the way they were in in uh oh, like back in the day and it in like medieval times and it's even the cakes are disgusting disgusting and and, and, and uh, but not disgusting to them but disgusting because of how much sugar how we, addicted we, we are trained. to sugar yeah we it's like it's like the you it's i don't want to say it's inedible it's not inedible you could still taste like that things are sweeter but they didn't have sugar like we had it back then right and you know so what when was cinnabon invented do we know pimp December 4th, 1985. I said 1982. Wow, that's a very specific day that it was invented. Well, I mean, the Cinnabon first store opened. What an idea, by the way, for a for a business. So let me get this straight then. Hold on. I'm doing some quick math. 
No, Tom, so then Tom Brady's older than the Cinnabon. Tom Brady, yeah. Okay. Tom Brady's older than the Cinnabon. Yeah. So the Cinnabon could play in the NFL. Hunch, oh, a thousand. The Cinnabon should. The Cinnabon could be retiring from the NFL at any moment. We'd love, by the way. I've never heard anyone say anything bad about a Cinnabon, but I have heard people say like, like if they try to eat, because it's it not different sizes. It's just one monstrosity. Right? Well, no, because Cinnabons evolved in over the last few years. They now have mini Cinnabons. They have big Cinnabons. They have uh, different types of flavors. Cinnabons. A, let me ask you this: Is there a Cinnabon cereal? There's gotta be. There is. Pimp would know. Pimp. If not, I want ten percent. Pimp Sorry, smokes Cinnabon. with. Yeah, they got it. We got it already. Cinnab There's a Cinnabon cereal. There's a Cinnabon Whoa. cereal. Oh, so they really branched out. There's a Cinnabon cream of wheat. Yeah, I mean, I don't know who's necessarily going ape shit for the Cinnabon cream of wheat. Scale of one to ten, mm -hmm. how much do you like a Cinnabon? Okay. So not counting how many calories it has and not thinking about the devastation it would do to my tits, yeah. I would say Cinnab... I would say... You say I, devastation. I say, I mean, I, the more the merrier. The, the more tits. the merrier, yeah. yeah. I would say Cinnabon. I like a Cinnabon at 10. I think it actually is... Here are, the, here are the top desserts, in my opinion. I would put Cinnabon, a freshly piping hot Cinnabon, yeah. at number one. For, Whoa. For sure, number of one. Of all dessert? Of all desserts. Number two, tiramisu. And number three, Oreo cookies. Wow. What about you? I don't have it at the ready. It's, well, I've seen, you're a chocolate guy. Cookies. Cookies. But that's very broad. Yeah. I love cookies. I love chocolate. Sure, sure. Okay. I'm not a big candy guy. I think a brownie is, is up there. A freshly baked brownie. Yeah. Freshly baked brownie is very, very good. But, all right, I got to do it. I got to make you a pork chop. I'll have a Cinnabon. Yeah. And, uh, and that's what we got to we'll try it live on the first time. And goat cheese. I never, if we could get a goat in here and milk it, I've never had, I've never had goat milk or goat cheese. If we can, would you mind? Uh, what we should do is just make a short list, maybe five things each that we've never had. Right. And we'll do, we'll do a taste testing of them all right here. Got you it. know what I'm saying? Live on the show. Live on the show. So, Enzo. Um, what's his name? Elzo, Enzo Algart, and Egg, Egg, Enzo en Algart, Enzo Algart, Enzo Algart, baby. Let's just call him Baby Driver BD. I mean, no disrespect to him at all. I just it's a unique name, and I don't want to get it wrong. So this Enzo. guy, cheer, everyone cheers. They slide the camera down. Fat Joe, your boy, big time. Love Fat Joe, Joey Crack. Fat Joe's there. He's in Jordans. He's he's all flyed out. The place goes wild. It's Fat New Joe, New York favorite. It's Fat, Fat Joe, Joe yeah, right? New York zone. God bless him, right? God bless Fat Joe. Goes, scans, Matthew Broderick. Place goes apeshit. He's another New Yorker through and yeah, through. Ferris right? Bueller. Ferris Bueller, right? And, and of course, <laughs> everything else he did, which was amazing as well. Yeah. Because uh, he has had a long, illustrious career. Yeah, absolutely. It's okay. Matthew Broad. Slides to the little bit of Matthew Broderick's son. I Off mean, on the Jumbotron. I think he was kind of in there with him. Good kid. Waved, I think, everyone cheered. Maybe he didn't, but I was sitting there. But, you know, he, he did. He did. And, um... And uh, and then I'm like get a little nervous. I don't really want to go up on the jumbotron, right? Um, and uh, I'm like, uh, you know. And then uh, everyone's you know looking because they see who's there, right? And they're yelling and this and that. And then then all of a sudden, lights off. They never come to me ever. 
<laughs> they did Matthew Broderick's son. <laughs> and everyone, I was the last one. And it's like, and then everyone was like, everyone's like, oh, boo. They did like just yelling at me and everything. But, and but, like, but, it's so embarrassing. But by the, and by that time, had you and the Impractical Jokers already sold out Madison Square Garden, already done that show? <laughs> yeah, I already sold it out. <laughs> I and sold they put out. on Broderick's son before <laughs> you. <laughs> There's a picture of it on my, on my Instagram, actually. Where they literally like just gone. You know, how, no, how they just, I was like, uh huh, uh huh. And then they're like, thank you. Yeah. And I was like, all right. And I actually felt relief, but then I got the residual of everyone being like, yo, yeah, you got punked. You got and punked. I was like, oh, I don't know, guys. Now, you know, Madison Square Garden just opened um, for 10%, 10% uh, tickets. You really? Can, you can get in there. 10%, all tickets, 10%, 10% off. Capacity. I genuinely, yeah, I know. <laughs> I genuinely emailed my agent and I said, hey, you know, what are the chances here <laughs> yeah. that I could get in at Madison Square Garden? Because I think in New York City, 10% of what's the Madison Garden max capacity? Uh, like probably 18,000. 18, 18, so there's said, no, depends on the setup. I said, could we do, could we convince them that, hey, maybe I can outside chance in my home city sell 1,800 tickets? I could, like, I could, like, because nobody uh, Oh, else, that's awesome. I thought you were saying, could you be the one of the people sitting courtside? No, because the big acts can't do it. Like, you got, you know, <laughs> an act that sold out MSG is not going to do it for 1,800 people, but yeah. I certainly would. Right. And then I could say I sold that <laughs> Madison. I said I could, I sold that Madison Spring Garden. Yeah. I could technically say that. And and my agent. 20, 27. My agent put in an ask. Yeah. He put in an ask to Madison Square Garden. He did? Yeah, he did. He just he just said, and they sim he said, he said, they simply wrote back one word, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, <laughs> that's what it was. And and he said, you know, you know what I was thinking about the other day? How, I, how, how could I know? And what I wish you would see more of, I love Ray J, Brandy's brother. Oh, of course. I love this yeah. guy. I love, I love Wait his music. Wait a minute. Uh, I know his songs. Yeah, I love his music. I love some of the videos he's been in. I love Ray J. And I just wish I heard more <laughs> about him, but I haven't seen anything from Ray J lately. Have you? Are you nuts? Are you nuts in your head? Yes. He has his own headphones. What? Raycons, baby. Raycons are from Ray J? You don't know nothing about that? I love Raycons. They're wireless headphones, and they they, they, they hook up to Bluetooth nice and easy. They got six hours of playtime. <laughs> Well, not, yeah. yeah, so you do know Raycons. Of course I know Raycon. I had them in my ears yesterday. You had a pair of Raycons in your ear yesterday and didn't know that they were owned by Ray J. And today you brought up Ray J on your own. I literally this morning had my Raycon headphones in, was listening to Brandy sitting up in my room, sitting yeah. here thinking about you. But the reason why I was listening to that song is because I wanted to feel closer to Ray J. And I didn't realize I, Ray J is actually inside of me. <laughs> you, you, Ray J was inside of you, like many of, you know... Ray J was inside your ears. Yes, like, he was like, like my ears. no, no. I'm saying like usually he's inside your ears because of the sonic, right? The sonicness of it. But right. now he's physically inside you. He was Ray J was physically inside of me through Ray Raycon headphones. And I and all you have to do if you want to get Ray J inside you, no right strings now, attached, no strings attached. Literally, buyraycon.com slash hey babe. The website is buy b y u raycon r a y c o n dot com slash hey babe h e y b a b e. Get Ray J inside you. So Sal, I've really the last like couple of weeks, I've been really having like a rock hard penis mm. for most of the day. Interesting, because, because I've been using Blue Chill. Mm. I've been using because I had those problems where I I couldn't get my penis up and nothing I do it just my dick would it just wouldn't go up. But now I've been going to bluechew.com and I put in the promo code Hey Babe mm. and I've been getting it for free. No, that's not nothing in this life is free. Well, you get five dollars off shipping. No, I that's think. not true at all. <laughs> you spend five dollars for shipping and you get it for free. 
You spend five dollars. I was setting you up to be like, no, there is things in life that you get for free, and then I thought you were going to hit them with the great deal that we have for them, but we floundered, and we're not going to edit this out because we're men of the people. Because we're men of the people, and I'm proud to stand by my erection. And if you just go to bluechew.com promo code Hey Babe, yes, then what exactly you're going to you, you pay try the $5 it for shipping. free? You you get your first shipment free, and and then you just pay five beans for the shipping. That's, That's it. it. So you're paying for the shipping, you're getting the product for free. You can't beat that. That you can't beat. Think and about the, the the ads we do: ten percent off, twenty percent off. No, this, that, the other. This no. is free. Free promo code Hey Babe. Pay five dollars shipping. Bluechew.com. That's it. All right. This coming Monday, I have wild news. If you go to yopeanut.com, that's y o p e a n u t dot com. Guess what you're gonna find? New no pressure Saratoga peanut butter flavors. You can go get the no pressure pack. It's two eight ounce jars. One butterscotch peanut butter blend, one white chocolate almond butter with Maine blueberry. Shout out Maine. That's the Hey Babe and Taste Buds podcast in a pack of Saratoga peanut butter. You made our dreams come true. Thank you to the fans. This Monday, it's live. YoPeanut.com. Take a photo with the peanut butter that you buy with the no press pack with uh, Hey Babe and Taste Buds. Take a picture with it. All the proceeds are going to a child abuse charity. So it's really awesome that go help those kids that are in need. YoPeanut.com. We're excited. I cannot believe we got our own peanut butter flavor. I can't wait to smear it on my nipples. So, so uh, wait, what is this? Why is Sal's face up on, what's going on? You got oh, Sal's face up on Times Square right now. So my face is right now on a billboard on Times Square. Did I tell you about this? No, what's going on? For the television show, they are renaming me uh, Prince Herb. As, <laughs> as you know, Herb is like, you know, like a cornball. Like we grew up here. So it's yeah, like calling somebody kids, Herb. Kids, kids, kids are made Herb. Yeah, kids are He's Herb. Yeah, yeah, yeah kids are yeah. Herb. So what they did was they got me uh, in, in Times Square and they turned me around and I looked up and it's the biggest billboard in Times Square. It's the one, it's the entire building underneath where the ball drops. Oh my. That's, that's a big that's billboard. That billboard. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he just popped up. I was like, what is that? And they're like, oh, it says now introducing newest cast member Prince Herb. They changed the credits of the show to Prince Herb in the credits in the end in the beginning uh, when I come out on screen instead of Sal it says Prince they're only going to refer to me as Prince Herb for the Prince rest Herb. of the season and then in the billboard these two huge diamond or cubic zirconia studs it's animated and it falls down and clicks onto my ears and I'm like yo what's up with those things and they're like yeah now also right this second we're putting cubic zirconia studs in your ears and you're going to have those in every scene for the rest of the entire season too and then they tell me we're going on Seth Meyers tonight and you're going to be known as Prince Herb on all media outlets, interviews, late night, daytime talk show. They went on Kelly Clarkson show. They call me Prince Herb. Seth Myers is like, uh, please welcome my guest, Sal Joe Murren. I mean, Q Joe Murren, Prince Herb. Wait a second. So did you physically go into the Seth Myers studio and do we, this? It was a Zoom because, was a Zoom. Of, because of the teen. But yeah. like, but no, yeah, like I, I, I can only go on stage teen. now as, as Prince Herb. Yeah. And I pierced my friggin' ears yesterday. Your ears are pierced right yeah, now. Yeah, so they took the studs out because they were so big that they said that if I if I had them in for a couple of days before we shoot again, it'll keep the wound open pretty big. Right. So what they did was they put in these little pieces so the hole doesn't close up. But then when I go back on set every single day for the rest of the year, I had to, every single scene, every single day I film for the rest of the year, I had to wear double cubic zirconia, huge like three carat studs. That, so that's was the it billboard. painful? 
Yes, it was actually. It actually was. This, right. th- yeah, I was like, I, and I know kids do it, and I know like people do it and everything, but I, I was like, it's going to hurt a little bit. And they did my left ear first. It's a phenomenon he told me about. The left ear, I was like, ow, okay. Right. It was a se- you felt it. It was sharp. It was one right. second. It was done. Right. And then it was like a little bit like tingly, but then it went away. So I was expecting the same for the right ear. The right ear hurt like 10 times more for some reason. I don't know if it's right ear, left ear, but I don't know if the guy just botched it. But he was great. But something was different. Like the pain threshold of the right ear was like 10 times worse. Interesting. Yeah. So that's now a billboard in Times Square of my face. Just my face to give you a little perspective of how big that is. They said like most of my head is just the head part like this is 86 feet. 86 feet. So that's feet. how big it is. I And this, 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 someone sent me an aerial view from like, like it's like a, it's called like live earth or something. The other, yeah, look at that. That's where you see it from all the way down the block and from. Like, and how long will that be up of your face in Times Square? It's in, it's, it, it was up for like the first hour full while we filmed. And now it's just like intermittent. It comes up. Wow. Dude, and uh, look at I me. Mean, that's a live feed. See the cars driving? Look this at that. This is live thing. right now. Your face is up there in Times Square. What would you do if somebody was able to somehow get the devil ears and make a mustache on you somehow, you know, like how they would do in the subway? I would just live my life the same. Yeah, nothing would change. Nothing for me, nothing would change. Did I ever tell you about the time I, I tried to get my tongue pierced once? No. Like why? I once go get on my 16th birthday. You thought it was because it was, you did it because it was hip? I did it because I was hip. It was all my friends did it. It was my birthday oh. party that night where I was supposed to, my mom had like a big party yeah. to like eat, like all my friends are coming over, chicken fingers, all that stuff. And I was thinking like, how am I going to eat my food with a swollen tongue? Because all my friends had the swollen tongue. Hell no. Everybody gets their tongue pierced. You have to. Right. Three guys, three three of my friends go get their tongue pierced. I'm going up next. I sit down. I'm in the chair. The guy's got, you know, the gloves or whatever. Go stick out your tongue. I go like this. He goes, your tongue's too short. I can't pierce it. Thank God. Yeah. Because he goes. He goes, and then for, he, he goes like this. I, he goes, go like that. He goes, now really stick it out. And I went, he goes, stick it out as far as you can. So I went, he goes, your tongue's too short. I can't pierce it. Whoa. I said, is that a common thing? Do most people have short tongues? He goes, no, I can usually pierce 99% of people's tongues. I said, you're telling me. You have me, an abnormally short tongue. I said, you're telling me you can't pierce my tongue. And he goes, let me see it one more time. And I go like that. He goes, it's not your real tongue. <laughs> I swear that to God, real tongue. and I said you're that, so lucky, dude. That I is, couldn't pierce. That's it. probably I don't. That's one thing I don't get. That's that seems like the most painful thing ever. Right. And then like what? And then what happens? You just have a piece of metal swirling around your mouth at all times. I, you know, I I don't. Why is that okay? Why is that fun? I don't know. Like my friends who did it, who got it, all like have them taken out now because i don't think you can be in your mid-30s with a tongue ring anymore i mean you could do whatever you want but yeah my friend dom uh di bartolomeo actually chef dom from domenico shout out domenico is out in la order your food from him go to his instagram bartolomeo is one of i mean that's a doozy of a last name yeah and it's 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 almost like two or three last names put together in one last name and it's it's a classic name and the keeps going i have a new i have a child on the way july 4th now one of the names in the Running is Di Bartolomeo. Di Bartolomeo De Stefano would be amazing. I mean, that's it. That's Di Bartolomeo De Stefano. That's a German kid. Uh, they, he could have like eleven nicknames. Di Bart- Imagine you. What's your name? Di Bartolomeo. It's like yeah. That sounds like a football player name. It's Di Bartolomeo. Di Bartolomeo. Yeah. Di Bartolomeo is it's it's a fascinating. It's it. Di Bartolomeo says I know how to make a good sauce. Right, and he does. Domenico's right. That's what a, it is. I told the story. This is the guy that we actually we 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 made believe that we were running on on the check at the diner. Did I tell you that story? No. 
I never told you that story? No. Running out on the check on the diner? No. Oh, God. All right. Well, anyway. All right. So my you friend- You got to do it. Okay. So this my friend in high school, he was like, oh, one day he comes to us. He goes, oh, dude, I'm going to get my belly button pierced. And we were like, oh, yeah? That's a fun thing for a guy oh, to like, say. Like, oh, yeah. like, I knew people were doing it, but it was like all females as far as I right. knew. And then I just didn't really question. I was like, oh, I guess both people are doing it. Like both sexes are doing it. Like it's just a thing like a tongue or right. an eyebrow or right. a nose. Right. And he went and got his belly button pierced and had a dangly jewelry hanging off of it. He was like a guitarist in like a- a, but not ironically, like this is just a decision like, he made. He wasn't like a fashion guy. He was like a regular guy, but he decided, I don't know if he thought it was going to be very appealing to people. It wasn't a goof. He was like, I want to no. get my belly button pierced. He was like, oh, dude, I'm getting my belly button pierced. Like, you know how you do that in high school? Like, I'm getting right. a tattoo. Right. And, and and I was like, oh. And I was like, oh, I guess everyone's doing it. I guess it's just like anything else. Right. And then he did it. And then, like, months went by, and I never saw another male with a pierced belly button. And then we all were like, hey, I... I think you might have thought everybody was doing that, but the guys aren't really doing that. Not that you can't do it, right. but especially you, you're not very right. fashion forward. Yeah. And so maybe it's time you take it out. Right. Yeah. We had to level with him. And, and he, t- he finally took it out. I don't remember if he took it out then, but he doesn't have it now. He doesn't. And, yeah. if, and if you see him now, it's hysterical that he had it. It's <laughs> such an ill-conceived thing right now, looking back, that he got his belly button pierced. Oh, <laughs> just Like that, that, I mean, you know, you got to look like Bruno. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, know. It's like you don't get it done. He did not look like Bruno. Let me ask you this. What do you think for a guy is a crazier thing to do? Get a belly button ring or a lower back tattoo? <sighs> oh, man. I'd say maybe the tat because the tat's perm. Perm. Yeah, the belly yeah. button ring you can just take out. And it also depends. Did this guy have an innie or an Audi? Because uh, if he's at an Audi, maybe he's just looking to take, you know, focus away from his belly button. I don't remember his, his exact navel. I once was playing basketball with a guy, like literally I saw this happen and he was a big tall guy and he went up for a dunk and he could, you know, could easily dunk the basketball and he, and it was like, uh, you know, like um, the chain nets, like in a park, a lot of parks don't have the chain nets, but this park had chain nets yeah. a few years ago and he went up to dunk and his ring finger got stuck in the chain net and I wa- and he ripped his finger off. You watched it happen? His finger was dead. No, I swear no. to God. His finger with the wedding ring on was dangling in no. the chain. That's, yeah, like it was an ISIS video. Oh, my God. Yep, yep. It was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. And that's why those things are dangerous. That's why those things are dangerous, and, yeah. And then, well, then what happens? That he like was like, uh, he's screaming in pain. His finger was, it was like in a movie. It was shooting like, like sprouting, uh, spouting blood, sprouting. Like it's an alfalfa sprout, like it's a seven grain. My mouth is wide open. Sprouting, <laughs> sprouting blood. Well, I want Ezekiel bread right now. You know what I could really go for right now? I have Ezekiel bread. Tuna fish on an Ezekiel bread. I, have, I would love a tuna melt on Ezekiel. I have both of those things. I could do you it. have Ezekiel English muffins? I, uh, no, I mean, don't be an asshole, but I have I have, I have. English muffin and I have Ezekiel and you could put one English muffin and one Ezekiel together and maybe see where you get. I mean, that's what I want. I want yeah. a tuna. I mean, for you, cause, cause, cause you think I, I won't go downstairs and make you a tuna sandwich, half Ezekiel, half English muff. Cause I will. I I mean, I mean, I'm, test my friendship. I, I, I next I, episode. That's what you're going to be chewing on. That's it. That's going to be the next episode. Ezekiel bread, Ezekiel English muffin with tuna. I mean, yeah. I mean, okay. So remember the other day I told you, I said, I'm sick and tired of going to the grocery store. I'm not doing it anymore. There's COVID. There's lines. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, you were screaming at me. And I said, can there be at least one place that gives me 22 or more fresh recipes and ingredients? It was specific, but I thought it was odd. But yeah, you said that. Well, I found it. HelloFresh. I went to HelloFresh.com. You ready for what I did? Oh, I know about HelloFresh. You know about HelloFresh? Yeah, what'd you do? I, I went to... I couldn't believe what this was happening. I go to HelloFresh.com. 
on a whim, I put in the promo code, HeyBabe10. Just out of nowhere, I said, just try something, you know? So I go, HeyBabe10, promo code. They gave me 10 free meals. But you paid for shipping? I didn't pay for shipping. Get out of here now. I checked my credit card bill. I called. I said, there's been fraudulent activity. There's no, nobody even charged me for shipping. I got 10 HelloFresh meals in here by using the promo code HeyBabe10. Who, who's the CEO of HelloFresh? Crazy Eddie? That's insane. It's Santa Claus. What are, what are even the options for the food? I did look it up, actually. Okay. There's, there's CarbSmart. Okay. There's Locale, Pescatarian, Vegetarian, everything you want. And it's basically... Uh, they, they 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 package fresh produce from from local farmers. From local farmers. I mean, what else do you want? They're, they're even following the trends here. Yeah. And you know what they do? They prepackage the portions and the ingredients. I saw so that. You're not overbuying. I saw that. You ever go to these big box stores and buy enough for a month, and then it goes yeah. to waste? You're spending too much on your wallet. It's too much waste for the environment. I don't need it. This is helping out. I don't need it at all. And 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 these little packages, they come, and I cook them. I've learned finally learned how to cook. I feel safe because getting delivered right to my door. And I, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, I literally was sitting down. It was like God himself was speaking to me or herself or they self would speak to me. And they said, do me a favor, Chris, go to hellofresh.com. Put in the promo code HeyBabe10 hey and watch your dreams come true. And they did. I got ten free meals, including free shipping. That's a lot. That's a lot of meals. If you eat three meals a day, that's like three meals point one day worth of food for no for no no cost. No cost at all. I don't understand how, how I don't understand the business model. But I, that's not for us to decide. It's not for us to Go decide. to HelloFresh.com slash HeyBabe10. Use code HeyBabe10 for 10 free meals, including free shipping. Yeah. Okay. America's number, number one meal kit. What do you think? Trick question. Okay. I don't think. <laughs> More than 50 million men in the United States. You know what they suffer from? I'm going to give you the initials. MPB. M. M P P B. Yep. Michael. Peanut butter. Nope. Okay. Male pattern baldness. Okay. Same. Male pattern baldness. Close. And guess what? Yeah. There's actually what I, when I when I this morning I woke up. First thing I said to my mother. My mother slept over. First thing I said to her. I said, Mom, there's got to be at least five FDA recommended products for male pattern baldness. She said, I would say more than that, honey. Guess what? Only two. There are only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss. And you know what one of them is? You know, Keeps. Keeps! They don't... They, no, that's not the medication. Keeps offers both of the two FDA-approved medications. What? Yeah, you, you ruined the whole thing. Oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 we're going to keep going. You're going to keep this keeps. in? You're keep this in. We're going to keep this in. Okay. Yeah. Well, Keeps, convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't have to leave your home. You don't have to leave your home. Guess what? What? You know what? Whenever this episode comes out, yeah. it's probably going to come out somewhere soon, yeah. around Easter time. Yeah. Guess what, baby? What? You're not getting peeps this year. You're, you're getting, getting keeps. <laughs> That's what you get. That's and what guess what you got to do? All you got to do, if you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss now, all you got to do is go to keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Hey babe, to receive your to receive your first month of treatment for free. What is it, Sal? Tell him, tell him again. That's k e e p s dot com slash Hey babe to get your first month free. k e e p s dot com slash Hey babe. Do you know anything about Ezekiel bread? Uh, nothing but the name. It's flourless. It was the same, allegedly called Ezekiel bread because it's the same bread they used at Jesus's time. They made it like Jesus allegedly Jesus would have eaten Ezekiel bread. 
what does that mean? Oh, you mean the timing wise? The timing wise. So kind of how when I said like they would make things like, you know, like sweets and all that stuff as they did like in medieval times, Ezekiel bread allegedly is made as it would have been in Jesus's time. So I don't know if they make it from stone and, and purify it in the river. I don't know what they do. What did they do for, for like meals back then? I know they multiplied you'd, fish and they, they pounded wine, but like you'd have to go there sandwiches. No, Sam. No, come on. Sandwiches Nothing. was invented by Earl Sandwich. Oh, right. No, that's that's true. He was he was the, the sandwich, sandwich was invented by the Earl of Sandwich. Oh, people back by the way, people back in Jesus's time ate a mostly plant based, clean diet. They were keto friendly yeah. in that region of the world. Lentils, whole grains, fruits, vegetables, dates, nuts, and fish were all quite popular for snacks. Some even ate grasshoppers and crickets. Oh, so they were doing what's that? The caveman, the paleo. Paleo. They were paleo yeah. kids. That's why Jesus had abs. What do you want to? What do you want to do was, about? It was ripped. Um. Um. Yeah, so I, yeah, I really right now, I said on the last podcast, I, cause I had a tuna melt from a place and now I really just want to tune them out on Ezekiel because I'm trying I only have 700 calories left for the day so it gets dicey because it's only 3 o'clock in the afternoon uh, yeah you went hard with the I, calories early on but I went hard but you know what I had is my girlfriend made oatmeal pancakes so it was literally she made pancakes but it was oatmeal banana it was 2 cups of oatmeal banana honey and I think she put dark chocolate chips in it, but it was a pancake, but it was all oatmeal. It right. wasn't any pancake mix, but that hit me for 700 cows. Wow, that sounds like a really nice um, early afternoon. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why not? I mean, I got up at 6 a.m. I was woking up. It's a snow that, day here again in New York. It's another, a snow, another day. snow, it is day. A snow day again. What do you want? It's a snow it's day Literally, every time, every time we, we do this podcast, it's snowing outside and uh it's another snow day for my daughter um so we were woken up at 6 a.m and she opened the front door which she does now got a thing of snow and hit me in the face with it so that's what it was she's yeah she's the best um so uh, where are we at because i have the, i have this the, did you ever run out on a bill did you ever run out on a bill i've never ran out on a bill still to this day never ran out on a bill but and i never told you about the time we ran out on a bill no. Okay. Is this with Dominic? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. What's Dom. the last name again? Di Bartolomeo. Di Bartolomeo. Yeah. Di Bartolomeo. Should we get? I want to get a T-shirt that says Di Bartolomeo. Shout out Dom. Yeah. So, so we go to we go to a diner here on Staten Island. I think it was the Golden Dove. Golden nice. Dove on Richmond Ave. Is that, do you know? Great oh, name for a diner. No. Yeah. So the only diner I know on 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 Staten Island is it's not only do they have great food. This diner I've eaten there many times. I've done a comedy show there, and I also had my daughter's confirmation colonnade. after party there the colonnade colonnade's the king the number one the co but that's great but that so many times i mean i had my daughter's baptism there dude i, I, I have we've had a family after the wake there yeah colonnade that's, is the that's place to it, go. it's like, <laughs> that's like and, then, and then the back of it became the looney bin comedy club for i a didn't know that years. yes they do when i was up. little before they did the whole refurbish my dad used to take me there for breakfast and we used to sit at the bar and i used to love it because i would order those little boxes of cereal yeah but like as a kid those little boxes of cereals like it's so fun it's, it's so, so fun cool. yeah yeah it's like i'm gonna have a whole box my grandfather when i would open up those little boxes he wouldn't let me pour it into a bowl because he was like no the way they have the box set up is you you make the box you make this you pour the milk into the box and you eat it out of the box but that's late in the game that's when they made the bowl packaging yes i had the mini cardboard they just look like like cereal boxes for smurfs <laughs> they were just little they were just boxes. little boxes and that's why for kids it was like it was amazing right yeah remember dunkaroos by the way yeah how great were are dunkaroos? they gone i think dunkaroos are gone or they're just making a comeback now dunkaroos is basically you it's a cookie that you dunk the chocolate in right yeah, or the icing yeah it's pretty much you got to do the work it's still out. Nineties nostalgia. Dunkaroos, great name. What? A, I, Dunkaroo. I actually add a roux 
to a lot of when I speak, and I don't know how, I don't know how it started or anything. So like, what's an example? Like, can I have a coffee, real or? Uh, I'll say like, um, uh, um, you know what? I can't think of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I'll be like. Uh, you want to have a little lunch A little lunch Something like that, like where it fits. But I, I say it often now that you said Dunkaroo, and I'm like, no one, why do I say that? Right. I, I guess it's just me being like silly goose. You got to think about, too, marketing and stuff like that, too, because she was so popular in the 90s and still is to this day. Why didn't they ever collaborate with RuPaul and have a Dunkaroo Paul? And you, <sighs> and you have RuPaul's great face. Halloween, great Halloween costume. Dunkaroo Paul's I like when that we're going combine. As? Dunkin' RuPaul. Oh, that's pretty good. Are we great. going to Dunkin' RuPaul? Just is a is that- giant graham cracker kangaroo drag queen? That's what I want to do. Right? Dunkin' RuPaul. That's what it is, right? Isn't that Dunkin' RuPaul? Dunkin' RuPaul. Yeah. Dunkin' RuPaul is great. Dunkin' RuPaul. All right, so you're, you're, you're running out on the bill. Dunkin' RuPaul might also be a new mascot. Dunkin' RuPaul is yeah. the new mascot. Along with all the other ones. So you're in the diner with with uh, Dom so, so, Massachula. Yeah. So I'm in the. With, met, yeah. yeah. Uh, me, it's me, Bobby Cannavale. What's the last name again? Dibatolomeo. Dibatolomeo. Okay. So um, so he, my friend drives, and he drives, and he has his Toyota Supra. He was such a, like a rocker. He had the license plate that was a metal chain around it. Okay. Right. And so um, it's four of us, and my friend goes to it's, someone floats the idea. Of walking out on a check, which okay. we'd, I'd never do. But Dom, uh, by the way, a recent study claims one out of twenty people have dined and dashed. So really, so it's one out of twenty. So it's a lot of people have done it. Five percent of people have skipped a bill. Five percent of people. No, you ever do it? You ever skip a bill? Only when the service was so 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 terrible. You walked out on bad service? Oh no! Like you were like you didn't skip out on a bill. You were like, I don't want this meal. The food sucked, and then the waiter never came back. So I just got up and left. Okay, and you just left it there like that. It wasn't. You didn't feel like you were running from a bill. I didn't gain anything, but they lost something. Right, that's true. So you technically ran from it, but it wasn't like this was great. Now let's not pay. Mm-mm. That's not really nice. Have you ever right. done it? Uh, no. I I'm one of those guys. It would even if you get me a horrible haircut or the food sucked, I'll still just pay full price and tip. Yeah, I, I just always do that. I I ate yesterday. I I went to go get something to eat and it was terrible. And I was in the middle of telling the person I was with how terrible it was, and the waitress came over and goes, "How's everything?" And I go, "It's great, thank you." <laughs> I do the same thing. I'm like, yeah, "This because- is the worst." How how di- the balls on this place right. to charge fifteen dollars? Everything's great. Thank you so much. That's yeah. what I do. Because you know what, to do, but the thing is though, when something like that, like I think that's healthier than complaining and throwing a fit because it's like it's just a part of your day. It sucked, but it's like you got you, things are okay. We went to this uh, like 2003. I was in Miami uh, touring with uh, at a comedy festival, and we went to this place called Kiss Steakhouse. I have no idea if it's still there. Right. It was one of these steakhouses that was worried more about being trendy than about being a steakhouse, maybe. Right, right, right. And I went with the guys. We were on tour, and I went with the guys in 2003. Yeah, yeah, not on. Yeah, we were on, we toured as like a sketch comedy troupe, and right. we were in the um, Miami Improv Festival that right. year, right? So we go and uh, we're, we're, we're like, oh, this will be our big night out. You know, we don't have a lot of money, so one night we're like, we'll do a steakhouse one night, save you ducats, right? right? <laughs> so we get there and we order it, and we are so excited. They they these big velvet chairs. They look right. like like king chairs that we're sitting right. in, and it's like it's all like there's big lips everywhere. It was like very tr- like trendy Miami, and we order like oh my god, we order like forty dollars steak, like you know, and then right. the guy brings it over, and it's tough and cold. 
like immediately, like on the as soon as they drop them, we start to eat, and everyone looks like slowly looks up and is like, oh, "This is is this not good?" Right, and everyone's like, "No, it's not good." Yeah, and I I'll never forget it because we said um. We go, we go, my friend's like, my friend goes like this. It was, it was my friend Gideon, I think. He goes, he goes, this is cold and disgusting. I, as he, disgusting was coming out of his mouth, our waiter came over and went, as he was still saying the word disgusting, he goes, gentlemen, everything hot and delicious? He said the two opposite <laughs> words. <laughs> and we all looked up and go, yes. And he walked away. And we started crying love because we're like, you were saying the words cold and disgusting? He said hot and delicious. And we were like, it is. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. Disgusting. Cold and disgusting. But he's like, gentlemen, everything hot and delicious. We say that. That's one of those things that we never stop saying. Yeah. But so, like, 18 years later, if I said to him, gentlemen, my friend would go, everything hot and delicious. So, did you just pay full price? Pay full a, price. A full, nice tip. Great tip. Walked out. Of course. Never went back. That's but. like I, w- I went to uh, a wedding once and literally we're eating the penny vodka. It was penny vodka, which is like a staple at any wedding in New York or like any Italian wedding. They're always going to have penny vodka. We eat in the penny vodka and I turned to the, I forgot who I was with. Forgot to, whoever I was with said, does it taste like there's a cigarette huh? in the penny vodka? And she goes, yeah, it literally tastes like. Somebody dropped a cigarette in the penny vodka. And then an older guy was at our table. And I said to him, I said, sir, what does your penny vodka taste like? He goes, it tastes like somebody dropped a cigarette in it. I swear to God. So then he calls over the waiter. He goes, hey, we all feel like somebody dropped a cigarette in the penny vodka because it tastes like if somebody ashed in the penny vodka. And the waiter says, I'm sure that's not it, but let me go check with the chef and, of course, bring you out a full batch of penny vodkas. So... 10 minutes go by. He comes out with a full batch of penny vodkas, let's say 10. He goes, uh, you know, we're still like sitting there, whatever, waiting. He takes all our plates away, puts all our plates down, and then says, you guys are right. The chef said he accidentally dropped, somebody dropped a cigarette in the penny vodka. He admitted to it? He admitted to it. Yeah. That's insane. The reason why I'm bringing that up is because I told the bride at the time, I was like, somebody dropped a cigarette in the penny vodka, and they didn't even complain. Because they were just like, oh, are you guys okay? Wow. Did you get more penny vodka? And I said, yeah. But somebody had dropped, had ashed accidentally in the penny vodka. So the waiter just admitted it. Wow. Yeah. Let me ask you this. I was at a wedding one time. Okay. And the person, I, I, I'm, we were all assuming the reason is, and we later said that the person didn't like the food choices. Okay. They ordered a pizza to the wedding. and then what they, do you mean? Like they, a full, like just for them? They ordered a pizza for them. Oh, you mean somebody as a guest? Yes. Wow. And that's then, and then they it was like it wasn't a large, it was like a small, but it was a pizza box with a pizza, pizza in it. Yeah. And they they got it and then they ate the pizza at their table out of a pizza box. That's actually is that that's wrong on them, right? A thousand yeah. percent. Yeah. That's wrong on them, but it's so ballsy. If I was we ever to get married, like, I would respect it, actually. I'd respect it. I'd be like, wow, dude, that, was well, it like Domino's or was it? That's what I was thinking. No, it was probably local, like wherever yeah. it was from. Yeah. But that's what I was thinking. If, Because if, you said they took it in stride that there was an ash in the penny. Right. So I was thinking like if, if I saw, because I remember seeing that and I was like, I can't believe this. But I wonder if it was like my wedding, would I be like, ah, let it go. But I would be, I would be like, why do they, is the food bad? Like why right. are they getting a pizza delivered? Right. Right, yeah, I, I I couldn't even have the... There's a lot of things that people do. Like, I would never have the balls. Even if I want, I would maybe leave the wedding early yeah. and say... Right. Like, for example, one time, you know, with, with Jazz and my girlfriend... Sorry. No, no, with Jazz and my fine. girlfriend now, we went. I went to a wedding, a yeah. good friend of mine's uh, uh, wedding. I thought I had a plus one. Mm-hmm. I just thought I had a plus one. We drove probably two hours to get to the wedding. Oh, yeah, we, we've all been there. We go sit down. 
you know, in the beginning, with the cocktail hour, we go to get a place cards. There, there was no plus one. It just mm-hmm. says Chris Stefano, no guess. Let me, let me take you through. Let me, let me guess what you did. Go ahead. They were accommodating. They put you another seat and didn't make you feel out of place. And you, you did your best with also. Did you feel terrible, or were they? Did they handle it the right way? Because what are you going to do? It you can't. What are you going to do? I'll tell you what we did. Tell, don't tell me that you were like. Just go to Jasmine. <laughs> no, Jazz. We drove. Like, just, just go. I'll, took, I'll meet. I'll find you. Me and Jasmine turned around and we walked out of the wedding. Didn't say goodbye to anyone. I left the wedding card gift, not even in a box because it wasn't out yet. I left it on the table that had that said I I put, wrote on the outside of the envelope, Chris Stefano. Like you know, so they knew. It but was were my- you doing them a courtesy, or were you like, no plus one? I'll leave that right there. And no, 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 no. You were like, let me. You were trying to do the right thing. We were so embarrassed that I was like, oh. you know what? The only way to make this better is for me to pay for mine and Jasmine's seat and then leave. The only thing I did take is they were giving out as a, I guess, a wedding favor, some type of hot honey. <laughs> and Jasmine said she could use that on a type of chicken dish she was making <laughs> later on, later on in the week. So we did take the hot honey and we used that on some pollo. Uh, but but that way, I literally. We uh, that, is, like, that is mortifying. Yeah, we, we 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 I never forget. We went to a Wendy's and we we had some food and we ate in the parking lot. and We drove back and you know our daughter we were our her mother was babysitting our daughter and she was like, "What happened at the wedding?" We were like, "Oh, we we actually Jasmine wasn't invited, so we turned around and came home." I I, I gotta be honest. I probably would do the same. Yeah, I probably left. would do the same because. It's too much of an imposition. I mean, it's a miscommunication, but you don't want to cause any strife or not a single issue on that day for them. No. Right? So I think you did the, I think you did the noble thing there. Yeah. That's a mortifying situation. You ever call someone by the wrong name after like years of knowing them even? Um, <laughs> I, I've done that. I've, yeah. called, I've accidentally gone by, like I've, I've done that. We, well, this is something that my buddy does to me all the time to the point where now I, I'll never believe him if I ask someone's name. But like he's caught me a couple of dozen times in my life when I'm like, oh, what's their name? And he's like, Philip. And I'm like, Philip. And they're like, uh, and I'm like, uh, it's so, it's so, so mortifying. Yeah. I, 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 because I call everybody buddy or babe, I think like that's how I get away yeah. with it. But because, but normally, like, I won't know somebody's name. And I'm like, hey, what's up, buddy? How you doing, babe? Or I'll always do the thing where if I don't know your name and let's say I'm with someone where I have to introduce, I'm like, oh, this is Jasmine. And then they will always say their right. name. That's the way to get around. It. You never. That's the trick everybody knows. You just yeah. you just have to do that. What about people call you? I don't correct like when they mispronounce my last name, but like okay, so like someone like there's a there's a comic who calls me Saul. Really? Yeah, for, Saul Volcano. But he says sometimes he says Sal. Sometimes he says Saul, but he says Saul as much as he says Sal, and it's been years of knowing him, and I and I, and I just I just don't say anything because he's such a good he's such a he he's someone to I look up to. Sal, though, he's someone I look up to though, and he calls you Saul. Yeah, I tell. Like David Tell calls you Saul. <laughs> like he's one of my heroes, so I'm just like, yeah, I'm just Saul. You know? So, well, you know what? He came up to me once, David Tell. Yeah, but he's also called me Sal. No, but but he also, you know, Dave. You know, Dave just does what he wants to do because he said to me once. I swear to God, we we're at the comedy cellar. He was sitting always in the aisle where he is smoking uh, outside, right, right outside the olive tree, smoking a cigarette. And you know, he knows me. He's like, "Oh, Chris." He's like, "What's up?" I'm like, "How you doing, man?" He goes, "He goes, let me ask you a question." He goes, "Are you one of those impractical jokers?" <laughs> and I said, "And I said no." 
I said, I'm not one of them. He goes, he goes, I said, I know them. And he was like, yeah. He was like, he was like, I thought you were one of those impractical jokers for this whole time. And I'm like, oh. He goes, I love that show. I was like, I don't think you watch it. No, I don't think. Because you know when you can tell someone's like, they know the show because it's sure. in your face, but they don't really know it. And they yeah. then they make an assumption on what it is. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's not what it is. So you kind of don't really know what David it is. David is one of those guys who's like a New York, or just an, an American comedy, le Legends. world comedy yeah. legend. Legend, yeah. He, and, and the way he is, him and Colin Quinn yeah. are like guys from that era that are just so cool and nice to like the younger comedians oh, coming up so in the nice. game. Like yeah. I had a CBS pilot in development, uh, a sitcom in development, and literally when we were at the script writing stage of it, Somebody told, somebody said something to me about it and Dave Attell was there. Maybe had somebody come in audition for it, something like that. And Dave Attell heard it. And Dave said to me, he said, listen, he said, if you want, he gave me his email. He wrote his email. I'll never forget. He wrote his email on a gum wrapper, which I was like, you could have just said it to me. I would have wrote it on my phone. But Dave Attell's <laughs> Dave Attell. He wrote his email on a gum wrapper. He said, here's my email. He said, email me the script if you want. He said, I'll punch it up as best Whoa. I can for you. No chart, no nothing, no name on the credit. He's like, I just want to see, you know, the young guys do well. That's amazing. And then I I, I never emailed it to him yeah. because when we got it, it was like already like moving. I should have emailed him. Yeah. The show did not get picked up and I could have yeah. just emailed it to David Tell. But I remember that where I was like, wow, dude, like you literally, like most people would never do that. They, yeah. He was just like, whatever it is, I'll help you. Yeah. So I remember like one time we were at a club together and then we were going, we had both had spots at the same next club. Right. So we like, I was like, oh, we shared a cab, you know, and it was like a good half hour cab ride. And like, right. I never really get one on one half hour with a teller. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's always people floating around and stuff. And like, we would talk about stuff, but like in my head, I'm like, ah, this is so cool. I get to like yeah. talk to a teller like, the whole time. And then we get out. And we go into the cellar after that, and we go in, and we're all talking. And then he's like, yeah, me and Saul were in the... <laughs> I was like, oh, man. It was like right after the half-hour cab ride. Yeah, yeah, just but like, I've no, like, it's not like he doesn't know me. I know him, but it's like... I, it's, like it's, it, it's, it, it's it's a 50-50 shot if I'm getting Saul. Yeah, Saul. but it's also, it's also like, yeah, you know what? But it, that gives a character. It's like, all right, you know, yeah. to him, you're Saul. Yeah. They stand it's out it's in his so life. funny, though. Like, I don't know why, because Saul is a name in and of itself. Saul. But it's Saul. If my name was Saul, I think it's so funny. Saul Berenson. Yeah, like, I'm not Saul. Yeah, Saul Rosenberg. Saul Rosenberg. Saul Berenson. Saul, Saul, who used to be Paul in the Bible. and then the changed, Bible. Then they changed his name. To, no, I think it was Saul and he changed his name to Paul. Yeah. He became one of the apostles. I think that's it. Saul. I haven't been going to my religion. Mort classes. Saul. Mort Saul. That's another person. Yeah. I don't know if it's S-A-U-L. So we're in a diner, right? And Dom goes to the bathroom and we go, why don't we convince him that we're going to run out on the check? And we got to go out one by one. Right. And and we'll see if he says yes, and we'll have him go out first. Right. And I don't know what how we conceived that, but to this day, it was one of the most brilliant things I've ever heard. So he comes back, and someone casually slips into the conversation, you guys want to dine and dash? And he's like, no, do you think we should do that? We could do that? Yeah. I want to do that. And everyone's like, yeah, why not? Let's just do it. People do it. Right. Like, if they catch us, they catch us. We'll pay. You know, but, but let's get the rush. Let's right. do it. Right. And he's like, I don't know if it's the right thing to do. And we're like, you can do it. Yeah. And he's like, all right, because he drove. Right. So like, this is how it'll have to happen. Right. In a couple of minutes, you get up, you go get the car, pull the car right out front, leave it running. Right. And then we'll leave one by one. I'll go last. Right. You guys get. He had a Toyota Supra. It was a coupe. Right. So they had to open and get in the back. I go. You guys get in. Get in the back door. Push the seat down. Right. When you see me coming from the door, I will run full speed. I will dive into that car. Take off. Right. He goes, all right, let's do it. Let's do it. And we're like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. And he goes, oh my god, we're doing this. We're actually doing this. You gotta understand, like. 
Well, you could get in trouble. I don't know. Right. Like, I, we don't really go around doing stuff like that. It's also right. wrong. Right. There was this whole rush involved. Right, right, right. He, he gets up. He, like, inconspicuously walks out, you know, <laughs> but belly button tattooed. I yeah. mean, uh, pierced. And he goes. He gets his Toyota Super. He pulls it around. We see it. It was the old car where the lights came out of the hood. Yeah. You know, oh, that my one? God. Yeah, yeah, You see that lights go on the hood. He drives, drives around. We see it running in the front with his 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 uh, license plate chain around there. Just such a funny sight. And then I think my girlfriend at the time was there. She leaves and then i think another one of our friends chris he leaves now of course i've paid the tab and and tipped and everything so thank you very much i go to the front door he sees me looking and i just kick the door open i run i jump down the steps and i hear him go he just starts pushing the guy jump into the car and he is i slam the door and he is fishtailing all over richmond avenue and we just start screaming yes and they're, they're grabbing him from the back like rubbing his shoulders and he's punching the horn and he's going he's swerving he's going we did it we did it and he's like yeah and he's white knuckling the steering wheel and then we just start crying laughing and he blows like a red light and he's like we did it and we're all laughing and he's like he goes did, you, did we not see <laughs> Like, you moron. We, we blew a red light in Fishtail. We almost all died. Like, no. No. We paid the full check, you idiot. You idiot. You stupid idiot. Anyway, he tattooed his belly button, and he's, he, he now runs Domenico's Foods. Domenico's Foods. I, I, um... I the only it's time fun. I've it's never I people never, do that to your friends. Do it. Do it to your friends. Do it. Oh wait, continue. Do it. Record it. That's what it is. Do it. Record it. Yeah. And hashtag us. Right. And by the way, Florida though, if you're doing it in Florida, just know dining dash penalties can be severe. A theft of more than three hundred can carry up to five years in prison and a five thousand dollar fine. But if you do it and get caught, we will consider if the Patreon uh, when we start the Patreon, if we get enough Patreon members paying your five thousand dollar fine. But we can't get you out of prison. That is true. And you know what we could do? We could show some of the best ones on the Patreon. That's what we'll do. You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll do that. But listen, so don't dine and dash. Just trick your one of your friends. Preferably the one with the pierced belly button. Yeah. Trick them into thinking you're going to do it and then do that and tape it all. And tape then, it all. And then do it. Pimp has brought up 40th grossest things found in food and fast food. Somebody found a condom in a Big Mac. So there you go. And I haven't had a Big Mac in years. And I don't know what I want more right now a Big Mac or a tuna melt. It's one or the other. A Big Mac, I can't get you. Oh, no, we can. We can get in the car in the Blizzard and go get a Big Mac. Can. Oh, no, that McDonald's. might be a, a fun thing to do. We could do a frolic session. They deliver. McDonald's delivers now. Did you know that? No. McDonald's delivers, yep. Yeah, Pimp oh, That'd be the great if it was fu- That'd be great. That'd be so great if it was like you had, like, it was Ronald himself. <laughs> like, the delivery drivers were all in Ronald outfits. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be yeah. so great. Who wins in a fight? Ronald or the king? Or Burger King? Yeah, like, no, a physical fight. Like, not like what food is better. Who's 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 taking the other person out? You think like the, he's gonna get his big shoe up the king's ass, or you think the king's the king for a reason and knows he's been in a few battles? The king's the king for a reason, but I think out of just I think Ronald McDonald, it's like, a, it's like the Joker almost. Like yeah, a I was lunatic. gonna say winning the fight because he's chaotic. You know, he's got the creepy look. Have pe- uh, people have done it? By the way, Ronald McDonald and my mother have the same hairstyle. <laughs> <laughs> they have the same hair. <laughs> Yeah, and you're, you're and she has the king's robe. And she has the king's robe. 
Um, did you people? Did people animate who would win? Remember those? Remember that show on like MC? celebrity deathmatch? Yes, yes. I wonder if there was a celebrity deathmatch between those two. Celebrity deathmatch was awesome. But any animators out there, if you can do a a uh, a, a battle of McDonald uh, Ronald McDonald versus Burger King, we'd greatly appreciate it. Yeah, epic they, rap. Oh, they done a rap battle. I don't know Ronald McDonald or the, or the Burger King rap. Oh, a rap battle, guys. I know. Okay. Epic Lloyd is a buddy of mine. Long time. Yeah. Good guy. Whoa, that was a demonic. Uh, look at that. Yeah, he's a little scary. Ooh. Ronald McDonald can be a little scary, but Mc, shout out McDonald. Shout out fast food. Yeah, shout, shout out. I had Domino's for the first. I had Domino's. <laughs> I literally. Oh, Ronald McDonald and Burger King making out. There you go. That's 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 the two of them through a hey babe filter. If By I've the way, seen shout out shout out the gay community. Shout out our gay fans and our and our trans fans yes. on our on our TikTok uh, account of our Tubbleware TikTok, which has gone viral. Thank you guys for keep resharing that. A lot of people are coming out. Uh, to their parents or telling their parents they're gay or or whatever by using our Tubbleware video. So if you yeah. thank you guys for anyone who's done that, it's that's, amazing. That's really cool. I, it, it's amazing. I don't understand how it became that, right. which is even more fascinating <laughs> to me. Right. You know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> The only thing I want to say today is if we're enjoying this, check out Taste Buds. It's our other podcast on the No Pressure Network. Me and Joe DeRosa argue foods. It is fun as hell. And if you want to be on this party train, you jump on that party train. And God bless you. There you go. Hey, babe.